Hello, my friends. Hello. My name is Alex, and welcome to another Chatterbug stream, my friends. Hello. It is good to be back. Hmm, why do I say that? It's good to be back. Well, I went on a lovely, lovely trip and I went to two different countries. And today I want to talk about one of them. And then next week I will talk about the other. But before we start, hello to everybody again. Let's see who's already active in the chat. There's Huna, hello, and Julia, hello, and Boduk, hello. It is really lovely to have you all here. It's still the middle of the summer. Oh, well, it's the height of the summer in the northern hemisphere here. I'm back in Berlin. It is hot and I am streaming to you from home for the first time. So this is very exciting. I hope you can see and hear me all right. If you don't drop a thing in the chat, this would be good for me to know. So which country did I travel to first? Which country did I travel to first? Let's see if you can guess where I went. And hello to Chloe Anna, who's also joining us from the south of Spain. I'm sure it is very hot there, Chloe Anna. Whew, it is hot here. It must be hot in beautiful España. Okay, I will show you a couple of pictures first to see if you then after those pictures can guess where I went. So the capital of the country has this crazy beautiful out of this world looking church. It's a landmark in the capital of the country where I went. Let's see. Then we have a beautiful concert hall. That's the Harpa Concert Hall, also in the capital of the country that I went to. So we got a church, we got a concert hall. We have, ooh, what do we have next? Let's see. We have, when you leave the city, right? There are lagoons lagoons when you leave the city. There's much more when you leave the city. Then we have glaciers, glaciers. Glaciers are formations of ice that don't melt in the summer. So there are glaciers are formations of ice that don't melt. You don't really have them in Berlin and you definitely don't have them in the south of Spain, I am sure. And what else? We have waterfalls. Many, 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 many waterfalls. And Chloe just said in the chat that it is very warm. And yes, it must be. Oh my God. Then we have 
Sonia Graya watching from Tunisia. Hello. We also have, let's see, we have, who am I missing? Oh, Minx. Hello. It is really nice to have you here. It's very, I'm very happy to have you watching the stream as well. Good to have you in the chat and watching. Oh, and there's Hi, right back to you to the USA, my second home. Then we have Nico, hello, and we have Bando Kurdish from Kurdistan and Pini and Sergo, hello. Oh, a lot of you are already guessing. I'm loving it. I'm, ooh, ooh, let's see. I think you are ready to answer this question for me. Let's see, where did I go? Where did Alex go? Ooh, I've seen a lot of answers already in the chat. This is very exciting, very exciting. Ooh, and the answers are already flooding in. Oh my God, there's so much going on in the chat. I can't even keep up, I can't keep up. Ooh, but I saw the right answer in there. I saw the right answer a couple of times already. Ooh, oh my God, so many people. So many people also guessing, I'm so excited. And the majority of you, the majority of you, I'm gonna give you a couple more seconds for those who came in late maybe to guess where I went. I went to two different countries on my vacation. And the first country I went to, I want to talk about today. And everybody's guessing. And you're doing so well because, yes, my friends, the majority of you definitely got this right. Because I went to Iceland. I went to the beautiful, beautiful country of Iceland more specifically to the south of Iceland, because Iceland is not small, so we could only do a little bit, but we went to the south in this picture that you see right now down below. That is a beautiful black beach. There's no, I don't think there is a white beach in Iceland because it's all volcanic, volcanic ground, volcanic rock, volcanic sand. It's a beautiful, beautiful black beach, it's absolutely wonderful. Ooh, so let's see. So ask me a question in the chat. If you have any questions about Iceland, I might know the answer, maybe. And I will also ask you a bunch of questions about Iceland. And this is how we will learn about this magical place today together in my first stream back. In my first stream back. This is really, really exciting. <sighs> okay. Ooh, and Letty61 went in April. It was so cold. Ooh, there's gonna be a question about the weather. So just wait for that. We can talk about it. Definitely. So Iceland is one of the most sparsely populated countries on planet Earth. How many people do you think live in Iceland? So sparsely means, sparsely populated means when something is not populated a lot. So think of the opposite of New York City. New York City is 
densely populated, very densely populated with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Iceland is sparsely populated, so there aren't a lot of people. But how many people do you think actually live in Iceland? I am so curious to see what you're guessing. Very, very curious. Ooh, and the answers are flooding in. So we got some questions in the chat as well. How was the weather, Peeny asks. Peeny, I can answer that question fairly soon. After my weather questions, I will answer that question for you. And Ceci, Ceci Guale had the same question from Argentina. So we will definitely talk about the weather. This is great. And ooh, let's see. So, so many of you again got the right answer. Got the right answer. I can't believe it. Of course I can, you're all so smart. Iceland's population is about 300,000 people. So that's about 1 27th the population of New York City. New York City has 8 million people. So Iceland has tw 27th of that population in their entire country. And like many sparsely populated countries, right, countries that don't have a lot of people living in them, most of Iceland's people reside in cities. So most people live in cities that don't live in rural areas, and that has to do with the weather. Reykjavik is the capital, and it houses roughly a third of the country's population. And it's a really cute little city. It really, really is. So here, everything about the weather first and then we can talk about the weather some more. So what do you think the average temperature in Iceland is in the summer? So I just went there. I just went at the end of July into the beginning of August. So what is your guess about the average temperature in Iceland in the summer? And I'm loving all the questions that are coming in through the chat. We will get to all of them. Israel, how many hours was the flight? So from Berlin to Iceland was about four hours to go there and about a little over three hours to get here. Um, actually, about going there from Berlin to Reykjavik was three hours and 45 minutes. Coming back was three hours and five minutes. It's a little quicker going that way. Oh, the food. And then Edita... Edila asked about the food and somebody else asked about the food. Where is the food questions? I know somebody else asked about the food. What about the food? The food was really nice, but it was also very expensive. Everything is very expensive in Iceland because everything has so many things have to be imported. So it is definitely not cheap even if you just eat simple meals but we had great fish and chips we had great fish we had great hot dogs um, but yeah mostly we ate fish and herring and uh, what else did we eat we had a great bakery at the corner so it was it was really delightful a little bit like northern germany or scandinavia so not surprising in many ways actually I'll be 
talking about food probably more, but so we have, oops, 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 we have, oh my, everybody is getting this. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's absolutely correct. 10 to 15. That's the average temperature in Iceland in the summer. It was not warm. It was not warm. And I know we had that comment before in the chat and I will definitely find this again. Oh my God, is it Iceland? Where, where, well, always jumps around a bunch in the chat. But yeah, it is not warm. When you think of summer, it really, I think of really hot temperatures. Right now it's 33 Celsius here in Berlin and it was 12 Celsius every day while I was there. And then when you were there in April, I know I saw that comment about April, it must have been really, really cold and it doesn't really change. Like it stays pretty consistently cold. And when when the cloud, when there's cloud cover, a wind, you know, it's when the sun comes out, it's really nice. But still, I was wearing a raincoat and a hat and a hoodie. I was wrapped up and I was wearing boots and yeah, not summer clothes for sure. And the second question, of course, because is, do you think it rains a lot? So I didn't think it was going to rain as much as it did. It really rains more than you would think and I know you were split like yes and no was really split just now and wow the Icelandic weather is consistently inconsistent it is absolutely unpredictable it rained so much we got soaked um, it drizzled on us then we had two really nice days with no rain at all but it it can change any second and everybody tells you immediately when you get to Iceland if you think the weather will stay like this all day just don't think that have an umbrella be prepared for the weather to completely shift there's storms there's sandstorms and the winter snowstorms I mean it is unpredictable and it can be very dangerous so you really have to be careful with the weather really have to be careful but yeah, it just like it can start raining any any time of the day. It is quite crazy. Let's before we go on to all the great sights and things that I saw, let me make sure I got I am answering some more questions in the chat. So um Sergo, you're asking if I ate ice cream in Iceland. I did not. It was not warm enough for me to eat ice cream, even though I know it doesn't have to be warm. You can always enjoy ice cream, but in Iceland, I did not eat ice cream. Um, Haiju is asking about a hotel. We stayed in an Airbnb, which was a little bit more affordable than a hotel, but also hotels and accommodations of any kind are quite expensive in Iceland. Everything is quite expensive in Iceland. It is definitely not budget travel. Maybe if you do a camping, that's better, but you can only do that at specific times of the year, I think, when it's, yeah, just really in the summer months when it doesn't get really, really cold. Um, then I did, Minx is asking, I did see elf houses. I totally did. And I 
their little troll houses everywhere, the elves and the trolls. And I definitely believe, because I think that's such a nice thing to believe in. Very, very nice. Um, let me just change to the next slide before I answer some more questions. Okay. Because I'm going to be talking a lot about waterfalls, but let me see. Boduk is asking, oh yeah, if it's expensive to rent a room in a hotel, definitely it is. I'm sure you can find deals, but nothing is really very affordable, I would say. Um, I, uh, Nico, I don't actually know. I have not heard that about a mental disorder and religion. They're all 95% Protestant, so there is religion there, but I haven't heard anything about this. Um, oh, and then Chloeanna went to Sweden, Denmark, and Finland. I think that's probably very, very close to what it looks like and what it feels like. And like I said, I had such a mix of weather, but even when it was raining, it was still really lovely, I have to say. And Orla, yes, the weather is cold every year. It is really, it doesn't really, really get hot. Heidi's asking if I rode an Icelandic pony. I didn't, but I saw so, so many of them so many and Israel my purpose was vacation I finally need, had some time to go on vacation and I've always wanted to go to Iceland so I'm gonna talk before I answer more questions I'm gonna talk about all the beautiful things that I saw and again I only went to the south part of Iceland so I only saw a little 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 bit you can see so much more so one thing I couldn't get enough of were all the waterfalls. So the Icelandic word for waterfall is foss. And there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fosses, <laughs> if that is the plural. And I'm going to show you a couple of my favorites. This here, let's see. This here is, I'm going to probably butcher this. This here is, and when you when I say I'm probably going to butcher this, means I will probably not pronounce it correctly. So bear with me. To butcher a word when you speak is to not pronounce it correctly. Seljalandsfoss. So this is a beautiful waterfall that you can walk behind. You can walk all the way around. You do get very wet. That's why even if it doesn't rain, you have to wear your rain gear. It is magical. It is loud. The water is crazy loud. It is beautiful. And it is an amazing feeling to stand behind this waterfall. It's quite astounding, quite astounding. And then we also, of course, went to Gullfoss. Gull means gold in Icelandic. Gullfoss is part of the Golden Circle route that you can drive from Reykjavik. And we did the route where there's three points where, um, well, there's more than three points, but there's three big sightseeing points. And one is Gullfoss. And Gullfoss is the golden waterfall. And it is really beautiful. And we sat there for a few hours and just looked at it it has many different parts like terraces it's really really wonderful and we saw many 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 more this is already my next question to you how many waterfalls do you think Iceland has how many 
Hmm. I wonder. There is a lot of those. I wonder, I wonder what you think. I wonder. Oh, Jorge Juárez, you're asking. Oh, no, I actually flew from Berlin and it took about three hours and 45 minutes from Berlin to Reykjavik. Keflavik is the airport. So Berlin, Keflavik, three hours and 45 minutes. And then Keflavik, Berlin was only three hours. It's quicker. So it's actually pretty quick. Yeah, with Iceland Air. It was great. Let's see. Ooh. Answers are coming in. Answers are coming in. Let me see. I have a feeling I missed some other questions at the very top. Oh, Zara asked if I was able to communicate. Well, I do not speak Icelandic. It's really hard to even read it because they have some other letters that they're using. But everybody speaks English. It was kind of, I was kind of amazed, really, really amazed. Crazy. Let me see. The weather, pony. Okay. Oh, and Anam Padron is just asking whether I've seen the northern lights. This is not the time of the year to see the northern lights, unfortunately. What I did experience, though, was never seeing the dark because it's only dark for about an hour and a half between like 12.30 and 2 and we were always sleeping at that time so we never saw night and that was crazy so not the northern lights but it never got dark it never got dark and so how many waterfalls does Iceland have? there is no official record but it's estimated that there are as many as 10,000 waterfalls in Iceland. So it's kind of crazy. 10,000, 10,000. I think, I know I said there are many, many. I think you were timid to press that 10,000 button. But well done, everybody. Well done. So let's see. Ooh, so this, of course. Then we saw Strukur Geyser. And a geyser, a geyser is a rare kind of hot spring that is under pressure and erupts, sending jets of water and steam into the air. So when I say hot, I mean hot. It's 80 to 100 Celsius, so please don't ever touch that water if you're close to a geyser. And Stroko geyser that you see in this gif, this fun gif, actually erupts quite a lot. It erupts, I would say, every five to eight minutes and at different heights kind of crazy and the tallest time we saw it I think it was probably a good 22 meters I mean it was it was tall it was really tall there is the old geyser next to it that hasn't erupted for a long time that's 220 meters high but it's dormant so nobody's really expecting it to erupt, but you never know with another earthquake or something shifting in the earth that might happen again. But yeah, this is Strukkur Geyser and I really, really loved seeing this and you can smell it. I mean, the sulfur that comes out of the, the earth, it's, it's wow, it's crazy. So let's see, because I have more to tell you about the geyser. 
if my slide moves, let me see. First of all though, have you seen a geyser live? They're not very common. There's only a few, few places in the world where you can see a geyser. And I wonder if you've seen one because it was my first time. I know you, there's, um, I think he's called the old, old grateful, old fearful, old, old grateful in um, Yosemite National Park in America. I think it's old grateful, but I don't think it erupts as often. I think maybe every hour or so. Oh, Raquel is asking, Raquel22 is asking what I enjoyed most. Oh, very hard. I think, I think the waterfalls, sitting by the waterfalls and that power of the falls and the water and the sound and the beauty and watching it go and all these different parts I thought was really amazing. And that it didn't get dark, not seeing night was really, really strange and it really threw me. Like my inner clock was all like, what's happening here? Why is the sun still up? It's 11 p.m. So yeah, I think that those two are my favorites. Ooh, and some of you have seen a geyser. I'm so excited and a lot of you haven't. I'm not surprised because there isn't a lot of places in the world where you can, where you can. Nico! Here is the answer to your question. So fun fact, the word geyser comes from Old Norse. So when it was spelled geyser and means to rush or gush forth. And in the old geyser, I'm gonna actually write this in the chat. The geyser that every geyser is named after in, that's dormant in Iceland is spelled this way with an I. Geyser, that's the Icelandic spelling. So it came from the Old Norse, geyser, that means rush or gush forth. And geyser is definitely related to that and the Icelandic geyser. Geyser, it's kind of like with volcano, that the word is named. Our volcanoes, the word volcano comes from the original naming of volcano. The volcano on the Volcano Island in Sicily, just north of Sicily in Italy. So this is the same thing just with geysers. So really, really exciting. Let me see. Um, oh, Heidi saw geysers in Iceland. Very nice. Yes, Jorge Ruales. It's 80 to 100 Celsius. So you definitely don't want to touch that water. It is hot. It is hot. Let's see. Van Lia, you asked me if I saw a geyser. You have your answer. And then Chloe Anna, it was about 22 and a half hours of daylight. So it was a lot. I didn't see a lot of huge rainbows though, Heidi. I was always on the wrong side of the sun. Let me see. And oh, Ceci is asking about food as well. So I mostly ate fish. I ate, um, I ate herring, I ate, well, I also ate a nice street hot dog, I ate fish and chips from a great food truck, I ate open-faced sandwiches with different kinds of fish and shrimp, Most, mostly fish, 
really. It was, um, oh, and I ate a, I actually ate a burger and a salad. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy out of this world. I didn't eat anything really typical Icelandic. Um, let me see what's next here. We have, ooh, so this I didn't know about until I went there. So Iceland sits on the Eurasian and North American tectonic plates. It is the only place in the world, so the tectonic plates, right? It is the only place in the world where you can see those two tectonic plates and the mid-Atlantic ridge above ground. So you can actually visually see, you can see <laughs> the mid-Atlantic ridge. It's kind of crazy. It's the and there's a lot of earthquakes. There's a lot of movement in the earth. There is, I mean, you understand that it is the only place where you can see those tectonic plates because there's so much activity in the earth. Yeah, I'm gonna butcher this one as well, probably Tingvilla National Park is probably the best known place to see these tectonic plates. We went there. When you stand in Almanagra, <laughs> you are standing between the two continents. And if that wasn't enough, you can go snorkeling in Silfra between the tectonic plates. So if you look at that picture that I posted here, that I took, you can see on the right is a little staircase that goes down into the Silfra, into the fissure that opened up from earthquakes and that opened up from the tectonic plate splitting and you can go snorkeling there. It is very cold, you have to wear a dry suit, but the water is clear, absolutely pure and clear. I didn't do this. If I go back, I really want to do this. And you can snorkel between the two continents. Kinda crazy. And they keep on moving, they keep on moving. And I wanna know from you what you think. How much are the tectonic plates drifting apart each year? Hmm. Elfriede, that's a good question. Typical food in Iceland. We didn't really see any typical food. I think, I think there's something about fermented shark, but I wasn't interested in that. There's a lot of beer and it's delicious. Um, but yeah. Not sure if they have a lot of traditional foods. I think a lot of definitely herring is really great there. Oh, and oh, Chloe Anna, I did not learn some Icelandic. I just know tuck is thank you, like in a lot of Scandinavian places. But that's um, that's about it. Oh yeah, and Anna, Anna and Padrona saying shark. So I think fermented shark is a very typical Icelandic dish, but I didn't see it on any of the menus where I was. Might be more in the north too. Uh, yeah, MD Jawad, that's actually, it is crazy fantastical that an island, like Iceland with all that ice and glaciers and everything has so many geysers with so much hot water. It is very, very fascinating. Oh, Annika, I stayed for five days. Not enough, not enough, not enough. And I feel like there was a great question also I saw. Oh, Orla, you were asking about how they get the energy. And it is actually interesting. 
Iceland is one of the only self-sustaining, or maybe the only self-sustaining country in the world, because 65% of their energy comes from geothermal energy, like the geyser, like that everything that's happening underground, the geothermal energy, and then 20% is hydropower, and then only 15% is fossil fuels, oil. And they're trying to get away from that by 2040. So it's really impressive. But yeah, they don't have to get energy from anywhere else. But there are also obviously not a lot of people there. So that helps the situation. Ooh, I just saw all your answers here. I know, crazy, right? It's two centimeters. It is two centimeters actually that they shift apart every year that's 0.8 inches. So each year, Iceland actually gets two centimeters bigger while the tectonic plates drift apart. It is kind of quite, kind of crazy. And I actually, I'm glad I'm not gonna see what happens when they really drift apart one day. Crazy. Let's see. Of course, there's also, I have to talk about volcanoes. And somebody asked about this, and I had mentioned volcano in the original volcano from Volcano, the island in northern Sicily, Sicily in Italy, where the name comes from. So on Iceland, there are more than 30 active volcanic regions scattered across the island. So very, very active. A few days after we left, massive earthquakes happened again in the south where we were. And one, like the volcano that's right by the airport actually cracked open. So it did, didn't erupt it cracked open like a fissure in, in the ground and a lot of lava came out and it looks like the earth is on fire. I mean, wow. I am a little sad that we missed that, I have to say. Really, really sad. But it's also a little scary and I would love to know if you would like to see lava up close. I mean, is that just insane and dangerous and would you be scared or... Would you be like, oh my God, yes, I would love to. I'm so curious. Oh, no, we have so many questions coming in. Oh, Zonia, yeah, I totally agree. I like trying new and weird dishes as well. I never saw the fermented shark on the menu. I think I would have tried it for sure. And then MD Jawad is asking, are these tectonic plates dividing Iceland in so many parts? They are dividing Iceland. I'll show you the picture again. Let me, I will show the picture again. I'm gonna come back to this quiz. Yeah, I'll show you the picture. It's easier to show than me trying to explain. Let's look at this again. So we'll come back to the quiz in just a second. You see here how they are dividing. You see that it goes all the way through the country, like from the east all the way up through the west to the north. So it is pretty, pretty crazy how, how much those plates are dividing it. I hope that helps. Let's go back to our quiz. Here we go. Okay. 
Anam Padron. Yeah, so scary, right? I mean, it looks like if you look at it, it looks like fire just coming at you. And Israel, I agree. It is scary, but it is also something I would really, really like to see. And then Miguel was saying, um, probably not a geyser, but in Lanzarote, which is uh, one of the Canary Islands, um, which are part of Spain, but are located east and west of Africa. Lanzarote, I saw well, holes in the volcanic ground where some men dropped water into those holes and big column of water and steam were erupted as soon as they dropped the water. So that is probably from the activity though. It's the same, but it's not a natural geyser. It's a man-made geyser. Let's see. I hope, I hope, I, I feel like I got all your questions. Um, and most of you would love to see some lava. I can also understand though if some are scared because it is a little insane. You definitely should not come very close. The ground is really hot. Like you have to watch your feet. You have to watch what you're wearing. I mean, it is really, really, it's, it's not, it's not, not dangerous. Okay. So now away from the dangers of nature and to the cutest things in nature that Iceland has to offer. I know there's a lot of Icelandic horses and ponies and they're so beautiful, but my favorite are these birds. And I wonder if you know what they're called. Take a good look. The quiz question is coming up in a second. Take a good look at these birds. Take a good look. So what do you think they're called? Maybe you know, maybe you have to guess. Make a guess if you don't know what they're called. I love, love, love them so much. Chloe, Anna, exactly. You want to be in the, you want to be prepared when you buy a volcano that has erupted or is spewing lava. I totally, totally agree. And yes, my friends, these are, these are, of course, puffins. I love puffins. I fell in love with puffins when I was in Ireland for the first time many, 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 many years ago. And they are everywhere in Iceland. And they are just the cutest. And I love bats. I know bats are not puffins, but they both fly kind of the same, a little frantic and hectic and it's just really, really nice. And yeah, puffins, you see them here again as small, small seabirds that feed primarily by diving in the water. They breed in large colonies on coastal cliffs or offshore islands. That's why I met them in Ireland first because the scenery, the nature is very similar in Ireland or Scotland and um, of course the Scandinavian countries. And these are all the Atlantic puffins. That's the species. There's three all together, but that's the species that you will see in Iceland. I love, love, love them. Jorge, you do not need special permission. I mean, they tell you to stay away when something has erupted and or lava is spewing, but I saw that a lot of people went anyways. So um, you can get pretty close because it's, yeah. It's not that far away from civilization. 
Yeah, and Nico, no, they're probably not as cute as muffins, <laughs> but puffins are super, super cute. So I have one more. Oh yeah, Annika, exactly, Scotland. Scotland, absolutely, that's a great place to see puffins also in, I think, the Faroe Islands. I mean, there's so, so many places. Um, I don't, Chloeanna, it depends. I think they're very used to people depending on where you are because they just hang out on the cliffs. But um, yeah, they're not like sheep. Sheep always kind of just run off. They're so skittish. So here is a super fun fact for the end of the stream. There's no McDonald's in Iceland. There absolutely is no McDonald's. The last cheeseburger sold in Iceland in 2009 is on display as a museum exhibit. Visitors, visitors to the National Museum in Iceland can see the meal dating back to 2009 encased in glass. It all very much was triggered by the financial crash of 2008. Ingredients imported to Iceland soared in price. Everything is already so expensive anyways because they have to import so many things. But so McDonald's food followed suit and it just led to a domino effect and ultimately the shutting down of all McDonald's restaurants in Iceland. I don't think anybody misses them at all. Not at all. And oh, Minx is talking about Puffin from Puffin Books, the publisher. <laughs> yeah, Puffin, exactly. And Mustag is asking what muffins are best of your country. I would say, ooh, like a, I love a banana muffin. I really love a banana muffin. Well, but I have to go, my friends, because I have another stream starting super, super soon. And, but before I go, I'm going to send you, as always, a quick link, discount link in the chat in case you want to try our lessons from Chatterbug. But this was so, so fun to be back sharing my first country that I visited with you, learning with you, through you, together about this magical, magical place. I will, of course, talk about the other place I visited next week sometime. I think in a week or so from now, it's going to be part two. And I can't wait to see you all there. And thank you, of course, so much for watching. And I will see you very, very soon. Bye.